0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast, where here we are men helping men redefine greatness through service. And through these conversations that we've been having through this month, the month of June, I believe has already been awesome, where we have been focusing on fathers. This is the month of June, which we celebrate Father's Day. And throughout this month, I've been having conversations with the men or with men that have been impactful in my life. And I believe that these conversations are impactful to you as well, because it gives you an insight. It gives you a viewpoint into the storyline of fathers in general, men in general. And so today is going to be, tonight is going to be a very powerful conversation. And it's with someone that is very, very special. It's actually my dad. I've been able to convince my dad to get on um, and for us to be able to have a conversation and for us to learn about his story. So before we dive into his story, I need you to do me a favor. I want you to make sure that you share this. I want you to make sure that you have subscribed. If you um, have not already subscribed to the podcast platform and be a part of this greatness tribe. I want you to make sure that you're doing that. So let's make sure that we're prepared and ready to dive into this conversation. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I am I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So, for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product, but also if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, Anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. All right, so you ready?
1: Uh, yes, sir. I'm just <laughs> glad that, to be here. And I just, uh, whenever you let me have the room, I just uh, gonna start thanking for this opportunity to be in your podcast live. Yeah. Been more about three years now.
0: Yeah. Close to three yep. years. Three years. So,
1: man. and I'm happy that, you know, representing fathers for father's day and uh yes sir so i just want to thank you for having me on the podcast i know it's been long time coming yes sir but uh first uh you know i uh, want to introduce myself mm-hmm. uh my name is hiram rolando Roche, and you get santiago at the end and <laughs> senior
0: <laughs> you are senior. Uh,
1: yes, from, <laughs> I'm from Puerto Rico, born and raised in Puerto Rico, and I um, moved to the United States in 1971 with my mom. I'm the the oldest one. Uh, I'm gonna be 65 this October, so I got a year ahead of my brother. Yeah. Uh, so wow. 65 in October, and then we came to the United States, 71. I finished high school in New York City. And from Brooklyn, I went to Queens, Queens, New York. Did three, uh, four years at high school. And then uh, times were rough in New York. Then mm. 76, a lot of unemployment and you know challenges with the city. And the gangs were still there, so I was, you know, got, got from one culture to another culture because they had to learn the language,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and there were a lot of phobias there because mm-hmm. you were f- foreign, you know, and then the gangs and the things, the crime and things like that. Right. Uh, later on, we find out I grew up that uh the place where I used to live is to be branded as one of the bad areas in New York City. Hmm. <laughs> but wow. that kept me and my brother in New York City. And hmm. to make it short, I, I knew I had to leave, so I looked for a way out, and the way out was that my Uncle had been in Vietnam, and he would mm. come by, you know, and tell us things about the military. So I looked at that area for the future, and I worked on a summer when I summer program when I turned sixteen, working pro uh, papers and everything. And mm. I worked, but I knew that I wasn't going to stay in New York City. So I started writing and calling and. And I get things in the mail. Mm -hmm. But the only one that showed up to my house was the recruiter from the U.S. Army. And my hat's off to all the veterans (laughs) from all the branches in the the military. Yes, sir. They do a super job and they keep in freedom while we sleep. But I uh, joined the military in 76. And that was my way out of New York. Dad, you was I joined uh, and I was 18 and mm. when I was in basic uh book camp, after boot camp, I went to the military occupational school. Okay. But you get your trade right after boot camp. I mm-hmm. turned eight, 19 I turned nineteen and book and uh in uh Fort Lee, Virginia. Wow. So I was 18 when I got in, uh, close to 19. So okay. summer of 76, the Bicentennial bicentennial summer. Bicent, 200 years uh, America born. The Bicentennial wow. year, I joined the military. So uh, I did, went in for four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the recruiter told us the truth, how things were going to be. But my uncle had already told us stuff, you know. All right, no uh, so things were gonna be, and he was kind of teaching us stuff before mm-hmm. he joined, we joined. He will yell at us and make us stand at attention for a long time, do push-up, <laughs> and things like that. So yeah. <laughs> we, I learned that from him. But I don't even know about positive confession things. Mm-hmm. He gave me a coat one time, a winter mm-hmm. coat with a liner in it. Mm-hmm. so I wore that coat my last year of high school because you get school in New York. Mm-hmm. And I had it and I kept telling the people, I'm going in, in the army. I'm going in the army. And I kept saying that for about a year, Hiram, about mm-hmm. a year. Then the recruiter came to my house. And I threw to the pickhole, and I thought it was a policeman because they used to wear hats. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he recruited me and recruited five more in the families. So anyway, so uh, one of them flunked and four of us, <laughs> my brother, my uncle from Vietnam, and, my, and, I, and another uncle, mm-hmm. and my brother, you know. So we you all, you all passed the physical and everything, took the test and we were in. So only one uncle didn't make it. So Mm. anyways, that was my way out. Yeah. that God opened doors, when (laughs) in the army. Oh, and another thing was that my uncle used to tell us that when we were having a hard time in Mm. New York, there were times that we didn't have no, okay? Mm -hmm. And he would tell us, you join the military, you'll see the world. You eat three meals a day. (laughs) <laughs> all the food that you can eat. Yeah, I said, oh my God, every oh, we got to take Because <laughs> we were hungry sometimes. There was nothing, uh, like couple, right. right? My mother did everything she could, but that uh, times were rough. But right. that was another, uh, you know, hook in the jaw to move mm-hmm. you in. To yeah, get away from yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> so we joined for that to, to Make sure you eat three square meals a day, and you see the world.
0: And yeah.
1: So I joined the military, joining. They sent me to Germany first time around. My brother mm. followed me on my on his footsteps, my footsteps. And he got an assignment. He went to Hawaii, which it blew my mind. <laughs> he got blessed.
0: Right, first right. time
1: around, they sent me to, to the cold, Germany. Mm. They sent him to Hawaii. And he was having fun over there, you know. And he got married <laughs> yes. over there. He'd be, he'd be married, I he I know he was. Life, your uncle. But I was yeah. sent to Germany to the cold. So I did a, a tour of, uh, in Germany. And then mm. I, I liked the military, so I re-enlisted. And I stayed and I began to get promotions. Mm-hmm. And I went back to a tour. And that's when the Lord got a hold of me the second time in Germany. Wow. That's when a guy had to set up. Somebody ministered to me while I was in the barracks, invited mm-hmm. me to his church. It was a Spanish guy. And uh, then he to his house house he to guitar he began to play a song uh, about his life story i think mm-hmm. he wrote the song mm-hmm. and uh, and that was transformation you know it touched my heart then he played uh uh tapes of a uh, uh, great evangelist from puerto rico uh, Gigi avila signs of mm-hmm. wonders God Used to mightily men of gone mm-hmm. gone to heaven uh so i was ready man when he took me inviting to go to church mm-hmm. i went i went on a wednesday night to a church of god church of god service and uh, from there god just took took the ring i gave it to him right and yeah things don't get better it got worse uh, i was going through some changes <laughs> And they, I thought everything was going to be fine and dandy, man. No, right, the right. people just said, you trying to destroy you while you young. Okay? Mm. So I had my encounters, in Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh, but I forgot that uh, in Puerto Rico, I was a altar boy. I fell in mm. love with the church. Uh, I, my mama was very disciplinary. So one, yeah. like, one time when I was about nine years old, some lady mm-hmm. from next door, you know, after I got a whip, she invited me or went to talk to my mom about taking a church. So I was mm-hmm. the oldest, so she took me. So we went to the main square, beautiful church that's been there. It's older than the United States, about 400 years. Wow. In Puerto Rico, my hometown. Built by the Spaniards, mm. and uh, and I went there and I saw the priests and I saw the young kids dressed up mm. in their, you know, garb, the uh, priestly mm. garb. You know that they have, they call, uh alto boys, right? And mm. I said, what are they doing? You know, and I, I wanted to be one of them. It was like an impression. I said, mm. I want to be one of them. So that's how God, you know, started. So since I was nine, God was ministering, yeah. and I, wow. I, uh, I couldn't become one. I had to study for about a year. Mm-hmm. Lord had to set up that there was a nun in my neighborhood. She would come from the convent, so she started teaching me the doctrines of the church mm-hmm. and things that I had memorized. Mm-hmm. so you could pass the test. So. Age 10, I, I became an altar boy. And my mm. heart was to be a priest, a priest. I wanted to be a priest.
0: Wow. Yeah, I, I stayed man.
1: for five years, five years. I was a rank, the rank, a major cross, mm-hmm. and Holy Spirit was there. Holy Spirit was in the church. I used to feel it. I used to feel mm. it. I used to go. do my duties with the priest. I used to feel him in the Catholic Church. Then I started taking Bible study with uh, Pentecostal. They used to come to town and do Mm -hmm. Sunday school. So that's how I began to learn about the scriptures. So I knew Mm -hmm. a little bit about the Lord's Prayer, the Psalms, Mm -hmm. and that kept me throughout the years. When I was struggling, I would recite the Lord's Prayer and things like that. But he... Mm -hmm. He was there to my problems, Even before I, I, I acknowledge him as law. He was there,
0: Yeah,
1: he kept me, kept me. So, you know, make sure I did 15 uh, and a half years. By the time I got out of the military, uh, two tours to Germany, I visited uh, Spain twice. Wow! One save and save <laughs> drinking and, and then the second time, you no, know, it was over. Mm-hmm. It was over. So second time mm-hmm. I went to Spain, I was serving the law. Yeah, and uh, this is in the end. And then I, you know, met your mom. Mm-hmm. I, I met, your mom I mean, you met my second, mom in Germany. Yeah, the second turn the second time. Okay. okay. Because, like I said, that guy's playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. The Lord hooked me with him the second time, because I knew that I had to change going the second time to Germany.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had set up for me waiting over there. The guy that got used, his name was Angel, mm-hmm. Angel Garcia. He was coming To the state, just from the same base that I just left, so it was a, I'm here, he's coming, and that was in Alabama. Alabama, from Mm -hmm. Alabama. So God had it set up like that. So that's when I started attending to church. But after he to go to the state, I didn't Mm -hmm. have, and the family that was driving him and me to that church. Mm-hmm. They left and came back to the United States. So I didn't have no, no place to go. Right. But then one day I started walking away from my barracks where I used to live. And I, mm-hmm. there was a main chapel. The main chapel. On a mm-hmm. Friday, I think it was, I wound up. Again, it was the spirit. I wound up walking into that chapel and there were nothing but African-Americans, guys, guys. Mm-hmm. It was male. So males. So they were having a power about either the choir, male choir, or something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you're me right there. I say, the, the, the E7, they, was, they were still in uniform, and the mm-hmm. E7 said, the cook, and he said, what you want to do? I said, well, I'll sing, I sing. And, mm-hmm. and he said, okay, singer sing on the male choir, so why don't you come and sing with us? so I started singing with a male choir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one thing led to another, Thing began to build momentum, singing the big choir, mm-hmm. with the male choir, and later on, that's when your mom showed up. But when your mom showed up, I was already in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. God began to do things the 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 gospel hour it was a mixture of Baptist and Church of God in Christ. I never mm. in my life had known about this, right? So right. there was two things that I needed to learn about that kind of doctrine, you know. Mm-hmm. But I knew about the speaking tongue because I knew about the Pentecostal mm-hmm. evangelical movement. Right. So I was a Catholic, but then I went into Pentecostal evangelical. Mm-hmm. I began to grow. It was like growing. And then my homework by myself, I used to have a room by myself. And God began to move in my heart. And I used to go to the PX, the Pox Exchange. They had a place where this had albums and all that. So Mm. I went one day and I started looking to the, the gospel album section. And I started looking at People like Andre Crouch, mm-hmm. uh, uh the the uh, Hawkins family, mm-hmm. Tremaine Hawkins and Walter Hawkins. And I mean that was just like me. And I would, I would play those songs and God was just comforting me, strengthening mm-hmm. me. And then I met Amy Grant, and then the one that hit me the most was an album that I found. It was by a man called Keith Green. And mm-hmm. the front the front of the album has a, a drawing of people walking like in Egypt. And they mm-hmm. this slaves carrying a king, and everybody's bowing mm-hmm. down, down on both sides of the road. Okay. And
0: but mm-hmm. there's
1: only one thing. only one person don't want to bow down to the king. So I, I don't know about the time, Harold, but uh, you keep an, an eye on the time. you good, Dad. you good. Keep going. I got you. But that album, it was called No Compromise. No Compromise. Mm-hmm. Man, I got that album, son, and I opened that, uh, that book uh, album, and it was mm-hmm. like, you open it like this, and all the songs had scriptures to them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And mm-hmm. all the lyrics were there. I... I took that album and I played and I played. It just got into me. I knew those songs. I learned the songs and Mm. I took them to the chapel and I was singing them a cappella. Wow. And Brother Rochette, you're going to sing a song? And brother Roche, you know, You got a testimony. Oh, I got a testimony, and mm-hmm. I will. Sing, <laughs> I will take a lot, of time, a lot of time on my testimony service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will sing a song, and I will sing from Amy Grant. I will sing from mm-hmm. Keith Green, and of course, Andrew. Curry. That's why your brother Andrew got that name, Andrew. Curry. Right. Well, as a matter of fact, you know, we got a brother named Gabriel, you got a sister, mm-hmm. Angela, mm-hmm. and Grace yep. Nicole. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so there we go.
0: <laughs> but anyway,
1: yeah, well, Mr. Minister Roche, Brother Roche, like everybody was calling me, that's what I started doing. Acapella, mm-hmm. huh? And those songs are still here. <laughs> And, and I, I, I hit I find them on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it, it just takes me back, yeah. What God has done. And yeah. then I met all the evangelists and things like that. Well, God ministered to me, he delivered mm-hmm. me, He kept me protecting me, then came to Fort Hood, son. After I met your mom, because I met at the gospel of the world, and then we got we got married, we wound up, we had orders. For Colorado Spring. <laughs> I didn't want to go to Colorado Spring, okay? Your mom was getting out because of you. Right. right? She got mm-hmm. Okay. But we heard that I was going to Colorado Spring. But mm-hmm. she had relatives in Fort Hood, Texas. Right. Okay? So that's what happened. Then I later found out that I had two uncles in Fort Hood, Texas. Okay, mm. so we pray and the orders got changed. Wow. Texas, Alan. and after you were born in Cleveland, December 13th, 1983, I mean, mm-hmm. I arrived December 13th to Fort Hood, you were born mm-hmm. December 27th, but mm-hmm. we were expecting mm-hmm. you around November but you didn't come, so I had to report to full hood. Right, right. You were born in December 27, and everybody was waiting for a little girl. <laughs> Your, <laughs> Your mama, <laughs> Your mama <laughs> <got> <laughs> a, 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 a full locker, full of baby
0: clothes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then my uncle's uh, wife, uh, she pulled my ear and said, Hara? What about God has another plan? What are you going to do? Oh, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, uh-huh.
0: uh,
1: she was right. We get the call over at my uncle's house in Fort Hood, Texas, over there by mm. Danella Hospital. It was from Cleveland. You're a boy. <laughs> you look just like you. I'm named Aaron Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, so, and then I had to wait about a month or two until you got, you know, strong, and and we, we were staying with your sister and uh, her husband, both officers, mm-hmm. so. And then after we got out, you know, we were all together, so.
0: yeah. But
1: that was uh, how yeah. I wound up in Fort Hood, and mm-hmm. then by the time mm-hmm. I left Fort Hood, I was almost uh, one of the oldest in the battalion. Mm-hmm. One of mm-hmm. the oldest. Old, in the battalion. So I stay faithful to what I was doing. Then what I was uh just barely coming to Fort Hood. I was trying right. to uh get my affair in order. I needed transportation, which I bought, I bought the vehicle from your auntie.
0: Mm-hmm. along
1: alone in the uh, Fort Hood man. And I got my first vehicle. My weird my hours in Fort Hood was weird. I had mm-hmm. to be in the barrels not on the door at 5 30 in the morning couldn't do it before you gotta wait until the river League. okay and you all right yes sir Get About up four o'clock come from cabal's cove all the way wait until the flag come down you know or mm-hmm. go up excuse me go go up in the morning all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the morning all right after the Flag go up, they were going knock on, on people's door because mm. I had to have PT, uh, right. physical training at 5.30 in the morning. So I was up before the birds, you know. Wow, and go home at six wow. o'clock. Wow. It was rough. So, when I'm going through all those challenges, I'm walking and for Hood and I'm running to this chapel. And I say, wow, let me see what's going on in the chapel. Let me see if I find a daily bread or something. So I go in, in the in the chapel and I see some brothers having a Bible study. Mm-hmm. And I say, wow, let's go and hear what they're talking about. And sure enough, they were talking about the word and the, that word was strong. And, and that's why I met Brother Blake. Mm-hmm. I, I met Brother Blake from New York. He was in another company, and then he said, man, but you got, and we started hooking up, we started talking, and it was like, a, you know, like a, a hand and a glove go together. Mm. He liked Phil Bristol. Uh, he liked Morris and he, loved, he was from New York. And, oh, man, and he said, hey, you got to come to my church, man. He said, you got to come to uh, Christian House of Prayer, man. So, okay, so that's how I found out Christian House of prayer.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going
1: to go into the chapel, because that was my, I would skip my lunch. I mm-hmm. get that spiritual nourishment there. And brother, mm-hmm. five years. I survived for a <laughs> so Because of the work in that chapel that we were doing all the time, praying at lunchtime, and going back all energized. God. Nothing but God. Then when I went to the house of prayer, Mm -hmm. and I heard the praise and worship, I heard Bishop teaching the word, Mm. I said, what is going on here? I never, uh, songs like uh, that I got written over here, like I worship you, almighty God. I never Mm -hmm. heard those prayers. I mean my I was just streaming tears. It was so deep into praise and worship. I never had that encounter before. Yeah. So I, I said I got more, I gotta get more of this. So I think <laughs> going to work. And I this right. aunties, brothers, uncle, everybody started coming to CHOP. You right. got dedicated one year old, something like that. You got mm-hmm. dedicated a CHOP. I, I think I sent you the diploma. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I
1: got. It. Yeah. Or, well, that was like '84.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got dedicated at Chop then. Okay. So that's yeah. how everything began to roll at Chop. But the Bible at uh, thirteen of Oklahoma, man. I think Bishop started that while he was active in mm-hmm. and Yeah, I, uh, we, so. mm-hmm. yeah, I preached. There yeah, one night we used to mm-hmm. we the church came up there one night and we had you know revival in 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 Fort hood we mm-hmm. yeah and like I said and it, I don't it's still going now but that's that's what I how I endure for hood yeah. without that word mm-mm, no mm-mm. yeah and, and God kept me there for five years man five years. Right, and it was because of that word, the yeah. word of God.
0: Now, Dad, let me ask a question.
1: Uh huh. <laughs>
0: First off, before before I ask yeah. you the question, I am um, uh, grateful for this moment um, and this 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 opportunity uh, to not only just get a chance to you know hear your story. Allow others to be able to hear your story, um, but I, I'm I, I, people are now getting a chance to get a chance to see uh, a, li- a little bit of where some of my mannerisms come from, and um, you know that big heart that my dad has that y'all can be able to hear and to see, uh, you know. And so um, I'm grateful, grateful and thankful for this moment. So, but I want to ask a question, Dad, in reference to when. When I was born, when I was born, um for you as a father, what did that, what did that, how did that make you feel? Where were you, where were you, you know, where was your heart? Where where was your thought process? I'll say it that way when I was born. Okay.
1: Well, Haram. Uh that was the first, uh, I believe that was First time that I was, you know, there with Mm -hmm. you, mom, and like I said, dealing with the challenges uh, in the military. Right. But uh, I didn't have no example as a father, you know. Mm -hmm. I come from a divorced family Mm -hmm. in my, when we were young. So my mother raised us with a stepdad, Right. And he was kind of, you know, was kind of cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and so and then there was a lot of alcoholism in the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the only escape for me was the church, right? The church, yeah. the Catholic church It was the only way I could get away from. But to be a dad and trying to uh, set the example and provide, that that was an awesome responsibility, you know, awesome. And I was happy, but I couldn't spend quality time. And, you know, when you were growing up because of the responsibilities uh, that I had. Uh, um, And I think we only were together until maybe one or two. Then you left, you know, mama left to stay with her home place or, or the auntie. So uh, everything just started from there that I had to go pick you up for the weekends and things like that. And you like, I was living in the barracks so there was hardly, uh, for you to stay. So what I had was a good friend. His name was Bobby. That was, uh, you know, a good friend he used to watch over you while I was, uh, doing other things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, and you grew up, and things was going so fast. By the time I uh, turned around, and you already uh, almost five years old, mm-hmm. five years old, yeah. Okay. And wow. uh, then I used to go pick you up, and then mm-hmm. I, I started. I, I had to attend. I was attending a a Spanish church,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you came.
1: With, you came with me. And, yeah. uh, and it was like called Victory Hourly in Killing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 What do they call it now, the Veterans Drive?
0: Mm-hmm,
1: that yeah, area it was, with, right uh, downtown, it was Killing. downtown Killing. Yeah, Veterans yep. Drive, over there. Uh, just down the street from the Fort Hood uh, Road. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we, I brought you there one time, there was a young man that was uh, preaching. He was from San Antonio, I think he was. And he was, you know, singing songs and ministering. And the next thing I know, he made an alto call. And you were five years old. Aaron. And you went forward by yourself. And mm. the brother prayed over you. And you came back to the seat. Okay, so the brother kept singing songs. You, I, I took you back to mama, you know, to your mom. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, uh, like on a Monday or the next week, the next mm-hmm. week, I got a call from mm-hmm. your mom saying, "Hey, what's going on? Uh, what happened to Hiram? Uh, <laughs> he over here uh, with Sharis, Sharis, mm-hmm. cousin mm-hmm. Okay, Sharis. Yep, Char- Me mm-hmm. and Sharis are over here, and 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 and." Hiram got a mic and Cheryl is either playing the drums and Hiram saying hit, <laughs> hit it brother." <laughs> and you over here and you started singing a song I think you like your song that the brother sang it was uh Jesus I'm so glad you came into my life <laughs> Jesus I'm so glad you gave me peace when there was strife, Jesus, that one like that to give you praise. Thank you, Lord. I'll never be the same. I hit it. So, you were singing that song when you went back.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: and I said, never forget that one. Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm. you went
1: to the album on and you picked up. From that brother. Right. And uh, yeah. uh, you and Sheriff's, you and was doing the thing at, at Cove, yeah. you know, the yeah. old church that they gave it to the kids, you know, to the youth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's memorable right there. So, but we were going to that church called in, uh, Victory Outreach. It was a mm-hmm. uh, uh, temple plus, they had a rehab for ex-drug addicts, alcoholic, mm-hmm. ex con So yeah. It was a discipleship. Exactly. So the pastor was from Puerto Rico. So we met, God ordained that. Uh one time uh, I was going to uh chop mm-hmm. and I had gone to New York. Going to New York I drove all the way from, from Texas forward, all the way to New York and mm-hmm. then when I got to New York I got all kinds of Bibles in Spanish and English. Mm. So I loaded my and I came back. And I I went and somehow I gave a donation. I, I think that was before uh, I gave the donation. But anyway, so mm. I come and, uh, and Bishop was outside like on a Wednesday.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, I popped the trunk. And I say, look, all these Bibles, and I don't know what to do with them. Right. Right? Right. Just like that. And he just stopped in the in the parking lot. He just stopped and, and called two ladies, two ladies, and said, I went to pray for this brother right here. We're gonna pray. because he looked like God's sending him somewhere. Mm. So now man. Sure enough, he prayed. There was Spanish Bible, English Bible, King James. I was loaded, man. Loaded. And he said, God is sending you off. For real. But I already, you know, uh, was staying in the barracks. Yeah. When that happened, I was already staying in the barracks. So that's like... uh, 86, 87, something like that. Mm -hmm. And from there, I ran into somebody saying, hey, you know, they're standing at church in uh, Killing. And I was looking for a church, me and Brother Bobby. And Mm -hmm. they told us where the address was. So on a Friday night, we came looking for this church. We went in this neighborhood. No church, no no building. Well, we could Mm -hmm. hear this preacher coming out of this house. So I parked. And I sure you know I went to the house with Bobby. And that was the, the pastor's house. So he started wow. the church at at the at the home, at the house. Mm-hmm. So from there, everything just started going towards the Victoria. So, so I was helping with them, me mm-hmm. and Bobby. And it, until we left, until I left Fort Hood. So but yeah. I still would go to the church. And when you left for Hood, you uh, got stationed, what, in Virginia, right? When you left for Hood? Yeah, that's another thing, because I, I wanted to get out and help mm-hmm. out uh, full time. Okay. I wanted to get out and go full time. Pastor was ready to launch us to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Somehow, Catherine, she was going to get out, too, because she was mm-hmm. pregnant with you know Gabriel. So she found out that somebody told her they were in different places, signal battalion. She was mm-hmm. a chaplain assistant. So they told her that I was coming on orders. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I told the pastor, hey, Pastor, something's gonna happen. I don't know. Okay, we pray. We pray because we heard that rumor mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Catherine. Okay, yeah. we pray. God's will for me to get out, stay in Killing, or because I, you know, people will leave Killing, go to Korea, and come right back, okay, because they will burn out, you know. So, I could have done that, I could have gone to Korea and come right back to Fort Hood, okay, because of you, you were here in Fort Hood, okay? right? So, I wanted to get out and stay in Fort Hood, okay, well, anyway. So we pray. We went back to next week to mm-hmm. my company. And I went to the so all the little room where you get all the you know information from the clerks and stuff and
0: mm-hmm. daily
1: reports. So some guy say, Hey, Sergeant Rocher, do you know that the the promotion point dropped? And I say, No, when did they drop? You know, the many times they put the promotion points to see mm-hmm. the Promotion or not, so way high for a long time years. So he showed me that that mine had dropped, so I was in line to get promoted. Okay, Mm -hmm. then the same day, the same day, I'm right there. The first sergeant he called me in the office and he said, Sergeant, we got orders for you that you're going to the advanced course in Fort Lee, Virginia. Mm. Uh, Nine weeks. Okay, Fort Lee, Virginia. And he got me another set of orders. And this one is for you to be assigned to Fort Fort Lee, Virginia permanent. Wow. And you're going to be an instructor. You're going to become an instructor. Okay. Okay, uh, how many witnesses uh, is that? Out of, the of two or three witnesses. <laughs> and we just pray, me and the pastor, we pray. Right. If he if it was that for me to get out stay in hood, go find mm. ministry, do, 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 talk. Okay. So God had that door open, but the catch was that I had to extend uh, another year, something like that in order to make it to to uh, uh for virginia and sure enough i extended when they gonna to virginia to being in the school mm-hmm. advanced course weeks right but then i was in permanent party and become an instructor instructor and stay there i was there when uh uh the granada I was just getting to the school. Granada happened during Reagan, I think it was. And uh then I was there when when uh there's a storm happened. So I didn't go when the war happened. I was supposed to go after it happened. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. It. okay. So like I said, I wound up going to the school and the day that I walk in, I say, I'm getting out. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming to stay, I'm getting out, okay? All right, right. so yeah. I'm gonna do my assignment, I'm gonna do my assignment. And I say, I'm I'm getting out, okay. Okay, when the time started getting short, the, the time for that extension is
0: mm-hmm. getting short.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is how had happened. Everybody had to had their bags packed to go, the mm-hmm. shots and everything. I was in line there, I was ready to go. Right, they didn't send me, they sent somebody else higher ranked than me. I took mm-hmm. over his class. I was already instructor, I already got my instruction and my identification. So I could train, I, I would teach two different jobs skills mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm it was seven to seven, seven to seven, like that. No breaks, Saturday to Sunday. Reserves coming in, getting, yeah. So that's what I did during that storm. But, but after the, the war was over, it lasted a month. It blew everybody's mind, right? Okay, after everything was over, and I was getting short. I was supposed to leave in November, December, get out. Mm-hmm. Somebody called me and I was, you know, working outside in the, in the sun, it got hot in, uh, in, in Virginia. Anyway, so they called me that There was a phone call from the battalion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I went and I picked up the phone. They said, hey, uh, you need to come over to battalion. We got orders, for, we got orders for you. I remember clearly uh, that you're going to go to uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I said, what? Wow. I'm supposed to get out of <laughs> And then this is what happened. I heard the spirit rise up and I heard like a voice clearly like Bishop Holcomb. Mm. The words came, Hupamane. Don't be moved. Stay fast. Mm. The, who, I had the word "pamane," and in my mind, I remember the Mary Smoll's teaching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he taught mm-hmm. when he was teaching cassettes. I was there, right, right. So I, I, you know, I stood my ground. I had peace that what I was gonna do was right, So they call me and uh, when I went there, I said, hey, I'm not taking the assignment, I'm getting out. So why are you th- 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 trying to mess me? I got a family, I got to go up there there. They were right. supposed to send me to another company in California.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Split the family of crazy stuff. Right. I said, uh-uh. So I had to sign a declination. And uh, after all this year, not one nothing Mm. tarnished in my record, not bad conduct, everything good conducts, it conduct Mm. medals and everything. Right. They wanted me to sign that declination and they were gonna (sniffs) reject me. I put a a stamp that I declined and I was la 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 la. Okay, Mm. it's volunteer army. Wanted, okay, so they, they wanted to do that put that on my record. Right. But anyway, so I had to go and get that declination signed, and the recruiter tried to, you know, talk me out of it. So they wanted me to extend, okay, so mm-hmm. I could meet that requirement. Right. And took my grandparent, I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't go. So when the time came, I extended a couple of times for medical reasons to – Mm-hmm. And I wound up staying all the way to 1992, uh, 92, 92 mm-hmm. June. That's when I got out, 92. So uh later on uh my brother they didn't even go either mm-hmm. because they sent him to school. They said sent him to school, right? And he was a medic, he didn't go. Uh, after I got out, you know, and the people came back. The people that went, the people that didn't, you know, mm-hmm. you could recognize because they had patches and stuff. Yeah. But then the people began to get sick. The, the soldiers, 13 yeah. nations went, soldiers. They all came back with symptoms uh, that they kept denying the government. But they, they got it dying. The families started getting stuff from, from what... They got exposed to. Right, so, right. my job was to go over there and do cleanup operation. Cleanup mm. operation, meaning tear down, pack, and burn boo boo in all that. Okay. And that was already contaminated. So, it's a fact. You could look yeah. it up. So, yeah. a lot of people got exposed to all kinds of stuff. but. God kept me. I didn't have to go. My brother didn't go either. But it's a fact that a lot of them went and they almost, they, they're sick and died. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, So then I, I went to Bible school. I went to Bible school with my uh, you know GI Bill. I went to Bible mm-hmm. school. How did mm-hmm. I go to Bible school? Somebody uh, mentioned a name while well, I was still over
0: there.
1: Right. And I uh, a couple of people mentioned this name of this school in Dallas, Texas, Christ mm. for the Nations. Mm-hmm,
0: and mm-hmm. when I lived in Fort mm-hmm. Hood,
1: I had to go to Fort Worth, and I used to go up to '55, and the church building that was turning to Christ for the Nation. You could see the right. symbol of the Earth, the globe. That yeah. was Christ for mm-hmm. the Nation. That's all I know about Christ for the Nation. That's all I know about Christ for the Nation. But Hiram. If I got a time, I could share this because this is actually happened to me. Gabriel was one month old when we got to Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is, damn, don't go away. I uh, went to sleep on a sofa while mm-hmm. Catherine and the baby were in. So, anyway, I'm gone in this dream mm-hmm. that I wind up at this place that look like a Bible school. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been there. Okay. Everybody coming out of the Bible Institute building, the main mm-hmm. Institute. Everybody pray glory to God. Everybody come to the parking and so and so and so. Anyway, and that building is supposed to be Christ for the nation. i never been there right so anyway so one guy all of a sudden the scene changes man in black man in black suits dark shades Mm -hmm. you know communication device right and he's like helping up the place with big chains and then he Mm -hmm. close he turns around and faces the crowd in the parking lot Mm -hmm. he said you cannot call on that name in this nation, no more. Mm. This is, this is. We got to uh, for uh, Virginia. About a month after we got to Virginia, it was before November, so I mm. remember. And he said that you cannot call on that name anymore. So he turns around and he points out to everybody. Everybody, what we can call on that? Well, anyway, so. All of a sudden, the the scene of the dream changes. The parking mm-hmm. got folding tables, folding tables, and the man in black standing next to the folding table, and there's nurses, nurses dressing white, sitting, and they got people in, in ranks, you know, in, in ranks. Mm-hmm. To go to each table. Okay. I'm being these people right and when my turn I kept seeing in front of me that the people were going either to the left or to the right mm-hmm. so when my time my turn came the man in black was there looking at me this is a dream a place mm-hmm. that I've never been and he right. says deny Jesus and you live this is 1989 1989 And the nurse was there and she had injections, syringes. And I said, I can't I heal? He's he's my Lord, he's God. So she injected me in the dream. The dream was so real that I felt the poison, whatever they put on me. And it was like going through my vein. Mm. And at the same time, over to the side i put i got pushed over to the side right catherine was supposed to be behind me okay i don't know what happened to her but i know i lost it mm-hmm. i went over to the side and i felt that thing going through my veins and i just lifted my hands up in the air and all i closed my eyes and i said i was saying eternity with jesus eternity with jesus eternal jesus Eternity with Jesus. And all of a sudden, it was like a vacuum. I ah, sucked my new, my, my spirit. <laughs> and my spirit was going up, ooh, so high, man. It was going so fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm in mean, uh, my dream. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kathy, come wake me up. to woke me up. <laughs> I get mad. I said, man, why you walk me out? I'm my little. <laughs> I never forget this. It's Christ for the nation. The place yeah. was Christ for the nation. After I enrolled and I went there the first year. Mm-hmm. The summer of 92. Okay, it happened in '89. I went in '92. It was mm-hmm. the same area, same building, same parking lot. Yes, eighty nine, wow. and I took it to prayer. The first time I got I got involved in the prayer team, and I shared with my team leader, and mm-hmm. we went off, and that's about the syringes. Yeah, that was eighty nine, and I never forget because it's so real. It's so real, right? Yeah, but I do to make a choice. This is what's coming. Either you love, you want God, Jesus. Or you want the other one? That's what's coming. Yes. My choice was he's showing up, man. I was go- <laughs> I was yes, going sir. up. I never forget that. Yeah. I saw a movie where something like that happened. This guy got sucked out for and he was going through a spaceship.
0: Mm-hmm. Tim Allen. Mm-hmm.
1: He was frozen. Mm-hmm. He went- <laughs> when he wound up in the UFO. But I, yeah. I, was I was going to see Jesus, brother. Yes, sir. And that, that was sucks. 89. I'll never forget that. Then you visited. You remember that summer you went there? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. I remember. Okay, you came back, grab a scroll changed, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yep. because you so I didn't
1: Two years there, I do two years and I graduated. It took me, you know, I did it part time because I had to work in between. I'm yeah. working at the VA hospital after I yep. got out of the army, so and so that's yep, what that happened. Seems... But yeah, I I, a, I never forget that, was that, a... that dream, Yeah, that was an experience i will never forget. I, now, I, when the COVID came that I had, and they call me, Aaron. You remember your dream, yeah. I know, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. so yeah, go ahead and uh, ask me a little bit more because uh, one, once I got to uh, you know, uh, chop in the praise and worship and the teachings. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I went yeah. to Virginia and then things mm-hmm. wind up. I went up back in Dallas to go to school after I got mm-hmm. out of the military. And, right. and from there, you know, I uh, did uh, stay in, in Dallas for about 10 years and then moved to Minnesota mm-hmm. because of my mom right. you know, and my brother. Yeah. So very cold, very cold. Yes. And very you're from, very
0: Cleveland. Cold. You're from Cleveland. You're
1: born Cleveland. I born a baby, so
0: yes, sir. But I uh, so I want I do want to ask this Dad, um, before we wrap it up, <clears throat> now you are a grandfather of five. Is it five? Yeah, it's five, and Ange- Ange- Ange-
1: actually,
0: yeah. Andre, 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 yeah, oh, okay, Andre. so six,
1: yeah, that's a little girl.
0: Yep. So it's a total. Andrew escape.
1: has a little girl. I mean, she a big girl now. Her name yeah. is Poetry. I never yeah. have seen her. I just saw pictures when he got yeah. when he met with us. Remember?
0: mm mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so so how does it how does it feel being a grandfather?
1: I I have a very big responsibility on this side because uh-huh. uh, now with all this stuff going on and in, in the school and you know teaching uh, non-biblical stuff to kids. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. uh, tax for the children is greater. So I'm, God been dealing with me about discipleship. That's what mm-hmm. I was doing uh, at Victory Outreach. It was about discipleship,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. The, the 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 roots, the roots in the right. word. Confess the word. Let them rehearse, meditate the Psalms, uh, uh, the Lord's uh, prayer. That kept me. I was going through when I didn't even know that He was there, Mm. protecting me. Right, and He was there.
0: Yeah,
1: because He was there since when I was in the Catholic Church. I used to feel His presence. You know. Yeah. And he delivered me. I, I was thinking about the other day about how we are gone through uh, legionnaires, mm-hmm. the AIDS epidemic, and, uh, the most uh, bird flu, the Chinese flu, Asian flu, all kinds of plagues, and you're truly is still here. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? But that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Deciding, yeah. Getting this the word in, in them because you're gonna have to stand by things are happening yeah. so fast. God keep showing me all these dreams and, yeah. and things yeah. are gonna happen. And uh, everything that can be shaken, that's what the Bible says. yeah. will be shaken. well that yeah. which not cannot be shaken will remain. And the only thing. That Nabi is God's word, everything that is written is gonna to come to pass, whether we like yeah. it or not. Right. But the news, and you know, all stuff, but the only hope, the blessed hope, the rapture of, of his church, the ones that are got the light stream full of oil. The other yeah. ones were not ready, they stay behind, yeah and uh like Keith Green said, I only want to see you there, you know, the, the song.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. You know, he yep. cries for his parents. And it's the only reason he gets on them is because I just want to see you there. Yeah. So. Yep. high pressure for the kids because the enemy is using the, the videos, cartoon, to pervert mm-hmm. the things of God. He yeah. tried once before the flood came, he tried to ab- abort the the Christ coming, mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. time. And he tried to abort the second one, but it's not gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. be his end.
0: Yeah. Seven yep. years. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, it is. Keep an eye on mm-hmm. Israel. Gas clock. Things are happening so fast. Never have I thought that I would get to see this. Yeah, but it's happening in our in our own eyes. But there's many that the Bible said that in Daniel that many that are wise will teach, and the Holy Spirit just brought me Second Timothy 2:2. Mm-hmm. Two, two. The things that you have heard and seen of me among witnesses, those things you know you should teach to faithful men that are gonna teach others. A yeah. faithful men Who can find? That's I learned that a victory outreach, a faithful man who can find. So, but like I said, only thing that's gonna keep you, mama not gonna keep you, daddy not gonna keep you, wife not gonna be there. You're gonna have to stand before God, just like my turn took place in front of that man, and he told me to deny Jesus, and you live. Nah, nothing on this earth is compared because you're gonna get. You're going to live forever, whether with God or without God. So yeah. choices. choices. It's not yeah. about the, the injection. It's whose alliance are you with. You choose Jesus and you will live forever. Yeah. Forever. So these little kids got to know. Because the alliance and wonders of the enemy that's coming, the son of Satan, is with signs and wonders. That mm-hmm. gonna deceive that even many people that are not grounded in the in God's word.
0: Yeah,
1: there's only one yeah. Messiah, the one that suffered and is coming back. Yes, yes,
0: sir.
1: Jesus. Yeah, that message we touch people's hearts. The time that is uh, very late, right? Well as long as you have breath. You could call upon His name, and you will be saved. For yes. with a mild confession, yes. it's made to salvation; and with a heart believing to righteousness, In Romans, yes. the ten, verse nine. So, yeah, discipleship—you still yes, gotta sir. win the lost. As yes, many, <laughs> I can't get away yeah. from this, man.
0: You're good, dude. you're good. <laughs> now, now y'all see this, now. Y'all I, see where now, now y'all, y'all see. I,
1: where I, get it. Uh, I gotta be I can't be talking about me. I gotta be talking about him. It's all you're about good, him, man. like we should say. It's all about yes, him. It is. All the yes, glory it belongs is. to him. Yeah, he gets the praise. Yeah. I mean, many times I, I could have been gone and, and you know, but he kept me, he kept me, and you know, many uh uh others that have gone before us are plowed yeah. and we reaping what they yeah. sown in yeah. yeah. Texas I saw <laughs> bitter tears I did swat team the Lord I, I yes, was sir. there I know what swat <laughs> okay yes, I know yeah. 32 is power and anointing word of god and the you know the vision of Bishop and Valerie Hogan yeah. are grown, lips and yeah. bound, yeah. But yes, the children, yeah. the children, the devil's after their children to pervert them. Yeah. Yes, they don't go by what yeah. they feel. They know about what is truth. Right. And the word is truth. Man yeah. and husband and wife, man and woman. Yeah. There's only one, you know, God made him from the beginning, so the enemy trying to pervert the seed right. of the right. woman. Yeah, but his yeah. head is gonna be crushed. Yeah, it's gonna be crushed. It
0: is. It his is, time man. is
1: running it out. Is. Yeah, he says, when he uh, he reminds you of your past, just remind him of his future. In the lake of fire.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Remind
1: me. Remind you of his future. Pregnant <laughs> he, he that is in this world. Yes, God sir. is for us, who can be against us? Yes. We're sir. Raising up disciples and soldiers. Soldiers. Yes. Soldiers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I know okay. you got your hands full with you, but uh, that's what I got as a grandparent. <laughs> on this side with this s father <laughs> no, you're you do want to take him to church you got to take him to church you got to do it at home uh, but like I say I the scripture that I learned in Catholic church kept me protected me
0: yeah
1: my brother is the same he followed my example he, he followed me as an altar boy right loving the church the Catholic church he could say the same thing I'm saying. God yeah. kept you. God kept yeah. us all these years through struggles and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, relationship, broken relationship, you know. Uh, uh, but God is faithful. God is a faithful yes. God. Yes, he is. But I'm yes. glad that you have this uh, yeah. podcast to reach people, and Bounds, to minister to those that are hurting, but, but the answer is J-E-S-U-S, Jesus, yes, sir. Yes, yeah. it is. That is the yes, same yesterday today yes. and forever. All you have to yes. do is just call him up, like the sunset, said, tell him what yeah. you want. Yeah, yes. Then as we see him, they become sons of God and daughters of God. Yes, sir. so we win, mm-hmm. we win <laughs> the battle. We win the whole war. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. We win the winning side.
0: Yes,
1: but I, uh, I feel his spirit. Yeah, his presence, and I think he's giving me another chance to minister yeah. his word. And yes, uh, the time is, you know. Yeah, uh, thank God for every day that I wake up. I pray that I get to see my sixty-fifth and more.
0: <laughs> my mom just
1: turned 83, she's gonna be 84.
0: And yes, she's sir. still
1: strong, strong woman. Yeah, very
0: woman. strong woman.
1: Yeah, yes, I'm yep. gonna go see my uncle uh, in Puerto Rico that he's the legacy of uh, Roche family, mm-hmm. uh, churches. He's a patriot, he's yeah. in his seventies. And he has. He did, the I think that's where we get uh print things from yeah from
0: my, from <laughs> Chef. yes sir family yes sir yes sir yes sir but dad thank you so much um one i know that this is so much out of your comfort zone and uh but um but i'm grateful that you took the time to be able to do this and i want to say to you how much i'm thankful for you as my dad, um, how much I'm thankful for you, for being who you are to me, not just as my father, but one of, one of my biggest supporters, one of my biggest uh, supporters and biggest fans um, in any and everything that I have done. And, um, and so mm-hmm. I just want you to know how much I love you, um, how much we love you, over here, but I'm thankful Dad, again for you. Thank you for taking the time out for doing this. Um, thank you all for listening to this conversation again throughout this month. This is what it's all about for me: is the fathers and making sure that thank I you. took time to celebrate the men in my life um, that have impacted me. And so, Dad, you are one of those. You are on the top of the list of men yeah, that are in, that is impactful for my life. And um, and so continue to watch us, continue to stay a part of these conversations, and as always, continue to be great. Dad, do me a favor. Can you say that part in Spanish, yes, continue to be great, and we can end it off with that. Say it again. Continue, continue to, to be, be great. great.
1: Say that, yes, continue to be great. Continuar ser bien grandísimo. Thank you so much
0: for listening to today's
1: podcast.
0: I pray that this conversation was impactful to you in some form of way. What I want to make sure is that not only are you hearing and learning this information, but that you're taking the time to apply something, some nugget, some, some piece that you took from this conversation that you can say, I can apply this for my life to be better. I want you to continue to be with me and make sure that you're with me every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next time. Right here, in the
1: Focus on Greatness family. Bye-bye.